Welcome to another episode of Man to Man with your host, me, Diamond Dave. Hey, tonight's episode, uh, I'm going to uh, get on to uh, a new subject of uh, trust. Uh, one that's a little tough for me uh, personally to uh, just run out and start trusting a bunch of people. And, there, and there's a lot of different uh, scenarios in trust and relationships. And for the uh, purpose of this show tonight, um, and maybe not so in the future, but uh, for tonight's episode, um, is going to uh, stay strictly on, or as closely as I can, to uh, trusting early on in a relationship. Um, first meet somebody, building that trust uh, in the relationship, because as we all know, you know, trust is one of the biggest drivers. Again, I'm covering the Four, you know, four parts of a foundation, strong foundation of a relationship in these first few episodes, and uh, you know, trust is certainly the you know top four of that list, if not number one, number two. Um, probably slides back and forth a little bit depending on what you got going on. You know, you got to communicate, you got to do all the other things too. Um, but trust is something that is not for a lot of people easily given, right? It, it's not like you go out and you start dating somebody and um, immediately you trust everything they do, everything they say. You don't know if there's things in the back of your mind or in the back of their mind from you know previous relationships, what they really had going on at the time that they met you, or any one of a number of things, right? So, so I think you know for the majority of us guys, we go into uh, relationships already um, <laughs> not trusting. We're not really ready to hand that over, right? So, um, again, this is not um, going to be centered on how to um, rebuild trust once trust is lost in a relationship, but more so um, the things that you can do early on um, to help build trust with your partner. And, uh, you know, hopefully it, it gives you a healthy, long-lasting, loving relationship Um just by doing a few simple things, this is not the uh, one size fits all, but uh, you can take away um, bits and pieces of this and, and apply it where necessary, right? So we, we meet somebody and, uh, you know, immediately, you know, unfortunately as guys, we get, um, girls don't let anybody lie to you. We uh, we probably get attached a whole lot quicker than we let on, right? We, we start to fall pretty quick. We uh, will never say it. Um, but we do, um, at least in the, <laughs> my own personal experience. But uh, you know, the, then you wind up in a situation where some of the things that were needed for a relationship early on um, were not there. And trust is probably one of those, right? I mean, we learn how to communicate with each other kind of early on. Um, we figure out what to say, what not to say, what you know, what to do, what not to do. We, you know. Um, you really don't come up with a lot of the communication issues till later on in a relationship. Well, trust will rear its head or lack thereof will rear its ugly head um, pretty early on in a relationship. So it's one of those things starting out um, that has to at least be starting to form, right? Um, and, you know, one of the ways, I'm going to give you some uh, probably top seven, top eight, ways to start building trust early on. Um, and, uh, you know, 
the, the first thing is to say what you mean and mean what you say. Now, I've used this phrase in a lot of settings in my life um, to where I look at people and go, say what you mean and mean what you say. So what does that mean when I say that? Okay, so don't you don't have to be rude about things, but don't sugarcoat everything that you say because it's new and you don't want to upset somebody. But, you know, basically, you don't want to start out relationships with a lie, right? Um, so say what you mean. Um, don't, don't assume that the other person knows you well enough yet um, or at any point, but to read between the lines of what you're saying. Okay, you don't have that level of connection yet early on. And I say early on, I may mean the first 18 months when I say early on. Um, don't assume that they can read between the lines of what you're saying and figure it out. Just come out and say it, okay? Um, quit, quit tiptoeing through the tulips with everything and you know, just say what's on your mind. The second half of that is mean what you say. If you're going to do something, if you say you're going to do something, I don't care if it's something as simple as I'll call you later, okay? Dang it, call them later. Um, don't, um, <laughs> don't make it sound like you're going to do something that you don't do and, and setting them up for disappointment. Now, Although that may not even seem like it to you at the time, um, understand that all of those things that you don't do what you say or mean what you say um, early on are signs of somebody who's going to lie to them um, and they can't trust you from the beginning because you told me you were going to call me tonight. And this is why it's tough to, you know, pin down a time. I'll call you at 7.30, right? Because something may come up at 7.28 that you just can't get to the phone to call them. But so using a little vaguer term of I'll call you later this evening, you know, whatever. And the response may be, hey, great, you know, I've got dinner with the parents at 6.30. I should be home by 8, 9 o'clock. You know, by this time, the person probably goes to bed by 10 um, or maybe two, I don't know, <laughs> but, uh, um, just, uh, again, just mean it when you say it and, and do everything you can to make that person a priority early on, um, is going to, um, help build some trust, um, early on that you're going to, when you say something, dang it, you're going to do it. Um, but don't, uh, don't fill their head full of stuff and then not do it. Um, another one is to be vulnerable. Now, and I don't mean jump right out there, right? Um, gradually begin to become vulnerable. Um, being emotional is vulnerable, vulnerable, but it's also very important to help somebody feel safe. Um, doesn't mean you have to cry at every sad movie. Doesn't mean you have to, um, you know, be overly emotional, but be you and let the other person see what you feel. Or even feel what you feel, okay? Showing your ugly self early on, <laughs> the things that you don't um, find attractive about you, and, I'm, and I don't mean that in a physical aspect. Um, letting somebody um, 
get into the unattractive qualities of you. And, you know, one of my favorite questions um, <laughs> early on in dating, um, when I meet somebody, when I start dating somebody, um, one of the early questions that I like to ask somebody, um, especially in today's world of internet apps and all of that stuff, and you really haven't met somebody face-to-face, but one of my favorite questions, and I've said that three times, I know, is to ask them <laughs> what one thing about you makes it tough to date you, okay? Now, that is a very powerful question, and you're probably not going to get the most unattractive quality from that person at that time, but you will start to open up a level of vulnerability and you have to respond with that. Be prepared to respond with your own, right? So what is the one thing about you that makes you tough to be in a relationship? Okay. Is it your commitment to your job? You know, is it, you know, other commitments? I have a lot of friends. I have a lot of volunteer stuff that I do. I have, you know, some weird hangups on some things or whatever it may be, right? And again, you're not going to get the worst of the worst on that very first conversation. It's also not a bad way to uh, keep conversation flowing. If conversation is flowing well, to keep conversation flowing on a first or second, third date when you've gone over all of the how many kids do you have? Where do your parents live? How old are they? Are they still married? All of those questions, right? All of the um, getting to know somebody, right? So <clears throat> having a conversation um, that is kind of what I would call a first date reveal, okay? Having that conversation where you, you expose yourself and then in response, the other person exposes themselves, um, it certainly um, shows an initial level of vulnerability. Now, on this, and I shouldn't have to say this, but I'm going to say this, be honest in your answer, right? Don't say that, well, what makes it tough to date me is because I'm always at my place in Hawaii and you've never left, you know, Northwoods, Minnesota, or I don't even know if there's a town named that, but be you know, don't make it something that it's not. And don't make it braggadocious about you, right? It, it's got to be something that is truly, that you have truly heard from past relationships or friends or whatever that, man, <clears throat> you're a good guy, but you've got, you know, this or this or this going on. And whatever it is. So, if, if I had to, you know, throw some of my garbage out there, what, what's the worst thing about dating me, okay? What's the worst thing about, you know, dating Dave? What makes it tough to be with me, to live with me, whatever? <clears throat> There's a few things there, right? I, I'm a little um, <clears throat> um, OCD with maybe how my refrigerator is, how my clothes are hung up, um, things of that nature. Um, my commitment to my three dogs, um, things, you know, things like that. Now, is that the worst of the worst? No, that's not the worst of the worst, but it certainly kind of paints a picture of, I, I'm not perfect. I, uh, you know, 
I, I like to drink early mornings on Saturdays sometimes. I like a Bloody Mary, and I may day drink the rest of the day. If you, know, if you don't like somebody that uh, drinks, and if you're not going to drink with me, uh, you don't have to every day, every time. But you know, if you're going to sit and yell and scream and bitch about it, um, we probably shouldn't be having any further conversation. Um, so throw some of that real stuff out there, right? I spend a ton of money on my truck. I, I spend too much money on this. I do that. I do that. I'm, I'm terrible with finances. I'm terrible with, you know, whatever. I, you know, whatever it is. You get the picture, okay? <laughs> the next one, remember to stay respectful. Now, we're building trust, but out of trust also comes respect, okay? And, and respect is another one of the four foundations, but each one is building each one, right? So you have to remember the role of respect, right? Um, don't be belittling. Um, don't make people feel less less than or viewing with you know with contempt rather than respect. Um, just on a basic basic level of respect. Um, <laughs> unfortunately, when we are really 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 tightly intertwined with someone, we're in a relationship, and I said I wasn't going to get into the relation the trust being broken, but I am going to bring this part of it up. Once we are intertwined in a relationship with somebody and it becomes normal and you become safe, um, if that's the right word, um, we start inadvertently treating people badly, right? Because we've lost that level of respect, right? We aren't showing them our best, we're showing them our worst. So, <clears throat> excuse me, um, just remember to maintain a basic minimum of dignity and respect with the other person. Um, and if you don't, A, it's going to make building trust harder in the future. Um, this new relationship or new meeting um, is probably going south pretty quick. If you you show up on a date um, or you're out with your friends and, you know, you do a, you know, friend date thing, right? Um, <laughs> or... You know, a couple of her friends, a couple of your friends, you all get together and you're hanging out with the other couples, um, which again, I, I do um, highly recommend you don't hang out with other singles um, when you're in these situations, especially early on. Um, but, and you sit there in front of your friends and you start belittling or making fun of, and you think you're being funny. And I am guilty as hell of this right here. Okay. You're having fun. Um unfortunately you're making fun of this other person that means something to you and it can go south pretty quick that they feel like you're being belittling that you're not being respectful of them right <clears throat> next one is um, give the benefit of the doubt so somebody tells you something um, and you got to take it for face value, right? Um, I I always say, you know, I, I'll give a certain amount of trust until you give me a reason not to trust you, okay? And that's kind of what this is saying, is that give them the benefit of the doubt. Um, if they're late calling you and the reason they give you is, you know, well, it, you know, I called my mom, I got on the phone with my mom and, just got hung up talking, 
you know, talking this, talking that. And next thing you knew, it wasn't 8 o'clock like I promised I was going to call you. This is why I said a little bit ago not to give specific times. But um, you got you to gotta believe that from the beginning. And you got to believe that you trust that person, that they are telling you the truth. Um, don't go jumping to conclusions that, oh, they've only known me for a week and they got to be talking about, they got to be talking to another guy. They got to be doing this. They got to be doing that. Who knows what the heck they're doing, right? Um, give them the benefit of the doubt that sometimes things come up and sometimes they actually do have a real legitimate reason, right? But uh, if you don't give them the benefit of the doubt, right? Um, and, and you start acting all crazy, jealous, um, questioning everything they do, you're probably, again, this is probably not the right relationship for you. And uh, you don't believe them. You don't trust them for whatever reason. Um, and there could be a million reasons why. But there is no reason to, uh, you know, <laughs> get into a situation to where you're being you know, belittling, uh, disrespectful, whatever. I don't care if, you know, she disrespected me, so I disrespected her. I, let's get beyond that, right? Um, it, it, there's no, there's no fun in getting even, um, express your feelings, uh, functionally, especially when it's tough. So emotional intimacy, this is what I'm talking about right here is emotional intimacy. Um, comes in part from knowing that you can express your feelings with someone and they'll still care about you, that they'll not dismiss you or blow you off, right? And that they're willing to listen. This again goes down the road a little bit of vulnerability, but it goes a step further because you're talking about the emotional intimacy, okay? <clears throat> if not, it's, if they don't, if you're not reaching that level, people are going to shut down, right? Um, this entails the the maturity to be able to talk about feelings without escalating into shouting, verbally attacking, or again, shutting down the conversation. Um, it's very easy to have a non-emotionally intimate relationship where everybody pretends that everything is perfectly fine all the time. Neither person lets the other person in because... Neither person truly trusts the other enough to handle their difficult or awkward feelings or thoughts. Um, <laughs> but if that's what you wanted, um, you wouldn't be in a relationship in the first place. So one quick tip on that is you know, learn to discuss your challenging emotions in ways that don't automatically jump to feeling threatened or starting a conflict. Okay. Again, going back to our childhoods, you know, a lot of us have taken cues from our parents or lack thereof um, of how to talk or how not to talk about things. And sometimes those patterns, you know, evolve and, you know, come to light as adults, right? Um, but if you want to truly build trust with someone, you've got to give them an opportunity to make a connection to the real you, including who you are emotionally, right? So... Don't be afraid to be the emotional person. Don't be afraid to have those emotional conversations, okay? But 
again, be very, very, very careful that you're not jumping into the feelings or making somebody else feel threatened. Um, you know, you can jump into your feelings, but driving the conversation of well, you don't or you do or whatever, anytime you use that word you, it's like you're pointing a finger, okay? And what happens when somebody points a finger at you in a conversation, okay? You just raise that defense level from 2 to 10 just by going, but it's your fault or you did this. Um, first of all, you don't know what they did consciously or subconsciously. And we live in a rea reality that is fostered by our own perception. So what you perceive is your reality. What they perceive is their reality. Sometimes, sometimes those realities do not mix. They're not the same reality because everybody has a little different perception of what happened. So that's, you know, <laughs> that's as good as I can get at the moment on how to you know, build trust off of, you know, the emotional intimacy part of things. Um, allow those things to happen. Allow those things to be fluid, yet don't be the threatening one and don't be the one to try to shut it down, right? Um, let it happen. Let it flow, okay? Next one, taking a risk together. Again, this goes right back to being vulnerable. Um, <laughs> being vulnerable with each other um, can also be a mutual endeavor. That um, doesn't just involve revealing yourself. Um, joint effort towards something. Okay, um, this doesn't have to be buying a house, buying a car. How about um, a joint, you know, adventurous experience on a weekend, you know, getaway, or you know, a joint lifestyle change towards healthier habits. Somebody joins me to take a risk with me. Say, I'm, I'm dating another smoker. Okay, obviously I smoke. Um, I'm dating another smoker. And we're going to take, take a risk together that we're going to quit smoking. Now, there's a lot more that goes behind making that decision and being committed to do it. But eating healthier, cooking together, things like that. You know, new ideas of thought-provoking movies um, or books. If you, I'm not a reader. Um, I think I've said that a hundred times. This puts you both outside of your comfort zone and the possibility of reward in the form of increased trust. Um, so it's no different than two soldiers fighting in a trench together. Terrible analogy today considering what's going on in Ukraine. But, um, okay, but it's going to give you that added connection that we did this together. This is where you start building the trust and memories to go down the road someplace else, okay? A bit of fear-induced arousal can actually increase your sexual attraction, okay? Um, I, I had to throw that in there only because if you're bungee jumping, if you're going on a roller coaster ride, if you're of age to do that, and I will tell you that there is a segment of this audience right now that is you know young enough to do that. Um, I'm too dang old. It ain't happening. Um, <laughs> I'll fall apart and break something. Um, so, and, and another one, uh, and, and I'm wrapping up the list. This, this episode may be a little, uh, 
a little shorter. I've got a few more things to cover on it, but uh, I'm really not going to uh, scare the heck out of an hour. Um, but be willing to give and receive. Okay. So, <laughs> so this is not in an intimate manner. Okay. Um, but it's necessary that each person is giving ex exactly as much as they're receiving. And, and it's kind of like, oh, the old scales, right? The scale that you see of justice, you know, in front of the courthouse. Okay. You have to have a balance there, right? It can't be all give, 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 and the other person receive, 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 take, 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 take. You're going to lose trust real quick. Okay. Not only trust, you're going to lose interest also real quick. Um, <laughs> if I'm always the one giving, 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 um, if every time my phone rings, I run to you, or if you know every time you need something, I'm there playing superhero, and there is nothing in return, okay, there is absolutely no reason for me to continue to give um, the, other than your own selfishness in Again, my perception. So there's got to be some give and take, and it doesn't always have to be the same thing, okay? I give this, you give this. You take this, I take that, okay? And again, not talking about intimacy, not talking about, I mean, certainly that's funner later in a, in a relationship where it should be, um, you know, <laughs> I'll trade you a sexual favor if you go make me a sandwich, and that's terrible. Um, but... <laughs> Only because I found out a little funny. Um, so, but you, you get the idea, right? Um, let other people give and go ahead and be open to receive. Okay. So if you don't do that, you're going to throw that balance out of the way, right? Um, there is nothing wrong with um, early on a relationship. Hey, I bought last time or you bought last time. I'll buy this time. Okay. Or you get dinner, I'll get the boobies, right? Um, times have changed since 1965 or whenever it was. Um, I wasn't even born then yet. But <clears throat> let each person kind of play their part, even early on, right? I cook, you do dishes, okay? Or whatever it is. Go ahead and let those pieces come together, early on, and you will find that moving forward in your relationship, there's going to be that give and take and that balance and that, you know, all of those things um, are going to keep themselves pretty even keel. Don't be scared of communication if it starts going the other way. Um, also, you know, early on, if you're not getting and all you're doing is giving, or if all you're doing is getting and you're not giving, don't be afraid to have the conversation if you so want the relationship of, hey, I'm doing this. I just don't feel like you're doing something in return. And you can have that conversation on the flip side too, right? Um, you know, maybe you are always, you know, the one running every time the phone rings, okay? Maybe the other person recognizes that but maybe they're not in a situation to even think that they have anything to offer you, right? 
So, you know, <laughs> if you're the person that is getting it and you don't know what to give back, have a conversation. Okay, something sometimes it's as simple as, you know, really appreciating what you're what you're getting. Sometimes it's as simple as a little more time together or whatever it may be. Now, this can go on for a period of time and then everybody's going to lose interest. Everybody's going to part ways anyway. Um, but if you're the one giving all the time, um, stop it. But uh, also, don't be afraid to have the conversations and say, you know, I'm just not feeling like I'm getting anything in return out of this. And it's not that I don't like you. I just keep doing this because I do. But, you know, what, what are your thoughts? And actually have a mature conversation. So, if that other person can't have a mature conversation with you, you're probably barking up the wrong tree anyway. And, um, you know, not everybody's meant to be in a relationship. All right. So I did pull up um, 10 ways to build trust from uh, positivepsychology.com. And I'm going to go over their, li- over their list. And, and the prior list was, uh, was my own um, take on some things. Um, and I... Honestly, did not uh, have this web page open before I wrote that list. I just I paused the recording and I actually opened it because I wanted to fill a little more time, um, and not really just a just another take on it, right? So some of these things that you're going to hear um, are kind of another way of saying what I just said, okay? And uh, maybe help um, give some validity to what I'm saying overall, but. Um, this is 10 ways to build trust in a relationship. Um, number one, be true to your word and I'll, I'll, and follow through with your actions. Uh, the point of building trust is for others to believe what you say. Again, say, <laughs> say, say what you mean, mean what you say. The point of building trust for others is to believe what you say. Keep in mind, however, that building trust requires not only keeping the promises you make, but also not making promises you aren't, that you're unable to keep. Keeping your word shows others what you expect from them, and in turn, they'll be more likely to treat you with respect, developing further trust in the process. Learn how to communicate effectively with others. Um, Poor communication is a major reason for the breakdown of a relationship. Good communication includes being clear about what you have or have not committed to and what has been agreed upon. Okay, building trust is not without risk. It involves allowing both both you and others taking risks to prove your trustworthiness. To navigate this, effective communication is key. Without it, you may find the messages you've intended are to send aren't the messages that are received. Um, <laughs> I, again, the the reality of perception, right? Um, remind yourself that it takes time to build and earn trust. Building trust is a daily commitment. Don't make the mistake of expecting too much too soon. In order to build trust, first take small steps, take on small commitments, and then as trust grows, you'll be more at ease with making and accepting bigger commitments. <clears throat> Put trust in, you will generally get trust in return. Take time to make decisions and think before acting too quickly. Only make commitments that you are happy to agree to. Okay, don't sell. This is this is me talking now, not reading. Um, don't sell yourself short, and 
don't decrease your value um, by agreeing to something that you don't agree with in the core of you. So have the courage to say no, even when it disappoints someone. If you agree to something and can't follow through, everyone involved is worse off. Be clear about what you have on your plate and keep track of your commitments. Being organized is a necessary part of building trust of family, friends, and colleagues. It enables you to make a clear decision as to whether to agree to requests of your time and energy. <clears throat> organization, as you get older, and there, there's a ton said right there in that paragraph, organization, um, as you go through life, and I, and I know my audience dynamic right now, um, and as you're growing older, more mature in life, okay, for my 25 to 35 crowd, Organization right now is not on the top of your priority list. I understand that, right? But at least have a sense of organization of your time. Do not overpromise somebody, especially early on in a relationship or even in an active long-term relationship. Do not overpromise your time and commitment to where you've got to make a choice um, on the fly of you're going to go do this or you're going to do this. Um, keep that organization, um, keep working on it. Um, you'll figure it out by the time you're about 45 that, uh, the organization is key to a lot of happiness in life. There is no, uh, not a lot of happiness when, uh, everything is disorganized. Um, value the relationships that you have and don't take them for granted. Trust often results from consistency. We tend to have the most trust in people who are there for us consistently through the good times and the bad. Regularly showing someone that you're there for them is an effective way to build trust. Develop your team skills and participate openly. When you take an active role in a team, make contributions, people are more likely to respect and trust you. It's also imperative when building trust in a team to show your willingness to trust others. Being open and willing to make contributions and to engage demonstrates this. In other words, take what others say into consideration, show that you are listening, actively suggest your thoughts and feedback in a respectful way, and demonstrate that you're willing to be part of the team. This, again, doesn't sound like a big deal. Um, and and <laughs> you're like, what do you mean, part of a team? I gotta, <clears throat> you know, I'm trying to date this person. I'm not trying to, you know, play basketball. <clears throat> no, but there is a certain amount of observation that goes on, even subconsciously, when you are part of something that is a team, right? So I don't care if it's a dart league, a pool league, an intramural basketball, whatever it is, right? It doesn't even have to be sports. You could be talking about the team at work and how you work well with others, okay? If you don't work well with others... What makes me think you're going to work well with me? Um, so those things are all, you know, how you deal with that stuff shows the other person real early on how you're going to work in a team with them because a relationship is a team between two people. Um, and sometimes it's a great team and sometimes um, uh, it's not such a great team. All right, next up on this one, number seven, is always be honest. 
again, the littlest lies um, is going to dis- diminish your trustworthiness, um, and you're probably not going to be able to recover from that early on. Um, help people whenever you can. Helping another person, even if it provides no benefit to you, builds trust. Authentic kindness helps to build trust. Um, I, I, I'll go with that. I, I, I will go with that. Uh, but don't put yourself in a position um, to where you're harming yourself, depending on how you're helping them, right? Um, don't overspend on you know, helping the homeless shelter or whatever. Don't hide your feelings. Being open about your emotions is often an effective way to build trust. Furthermore, if people know that you care, they're more likely to trust you. Here's my favorite word from the last uh, from my last one. Emotional intelligence plays a role in building trust, acknowledging your feelings, learning the lessons that prevail, and taking productive action means that you won't deny reality. This is a key to building trust. Don't always self-promote. Acknowledgement and appreciation play an important role in building trust and maintaining good relationships. Recognizing and appreciating the efforts of others shows your talent for leadership and teamwork and increases the trust others have in you. On the other hand, if people don't demonstrate appreciation for a good deed, they appear selfish. Selfishness is another key to destroying um, relationships. Always do what you believe to be right. Okay? Don't do things... I'm going to... I'm going to... Sub-paraphrase, or I'm going to paraphrase this one. Um, <laughs> don't be doing things for other people's approval, okay? Um, you're sacrificing your own values and beliefs. It's going to decrease trust in yourself, your values, and your beliefs. Do not take a step backwards from where you are today, okay? Interestingly, when building trust, you must be willing to upset others on occasion, People tend not to trust those who simply say whatever they think others want to hear. Um, if Again, and I said this a little bit ago, do what you believe in the core of you is right. Now, I don't care if, 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 it's, you know, if it's God, if it's religion, if it's your morals, if it's whatever it is, okay? Do not sacrifice your own values and beliefs at any time, to think that it's worth it for a relationship. You're going to wind up miserable. You don't need to be in that relationship. You need to find somebody that's on the same moral high ground as you. On the opposite of that, if you are with somebody and you realize that, man, <laughs> that guy's just a nerd. He's too quiet. He's too reserved. He's too, or girl. I <laughs> probably put, put that the wrong way. But if you're dating somebody and she's, you know, 14 steps up on the ladder of maturity and values, and you know that it doesn't, that there's no way you're going to get there. All you're doing is setting yourselves up for failure. You need to be mature enough to look at that today and go, I don't care how pretty that girl is. I don't care how much money she makes. I I don't care any of that, okay? I don't care how good her kids are, how much her parents love me. It's, I got to go because all I'm going to do is aggravate this woman the whole time we're together and aggravate yourself because you're never going to feel like you measure up. So 
There's my little uh, stint on that one. Um, admit your mistakes. When you attempt to hide your mistakes, people know that you're being dishonest. By being open and show that you've uh, that you're vulnerable, your vulnerable side, this helps build trust with other people. Again, be vulnerable. Is because they perceive you to be more like them. Everybody makes mistakes. If you pretend that you never make mistakes, you'll make it really difficult for people to trust you because you have created an unnecessary difference between the two of you. When all that person sees is a perfection you project, they likely are not going to trust you. Okay, so <clears throat> that is, uh, again, that's from positivepsychology.com, um, building trust in a relationship. And I've kind of repeated a couple things a lot of things actually from first segment of this to now, but if nothing else, pick up one or two of those things, apply it to your current relationship or your future relationship, or if you're just starting to date somebody or whatever, pick up one or two of those things, apply it as you need, as you see fit, and where you could maybe improve the trust building process, okay? Couple other things <clears throat> real quick, okay? On that, quit looking at each other's phones. Quit <laughs> trying to uh, manipulate people um, <laughs> to do what you want them to do. Um, if you don't trust them, to go to the grocery store, if you don't trust them to be digging at their phone, which I wish people would do less of, and I've said that a hundred times, and I'm going to keep saying it because, you know, um, <clears throat> you just need to, okay? Um, start paying attention to each other. I think that half of the problem in relationships today goes right back to dang social media, which I'm probably a part of that now, right, with the podcast, but part of the majority of the reason I believe a lot of relationships fail today is because of social media. Um, it gives too easy access to find the next greatest thing, right? And we're always looking at our phones. So um, if this is you and emotional cheating early on in a relationship, um, even though it's not... Um, cheating, okay, it's not in a physical sense, right, these are lessons I have learned myself, so, and this is an unrehearsed part of the show, so, so, if it's on the phone, in a text message, on Facebook, on Twitter, whatever, okay, um, if, if it is anything that doesn't feel right, and if, if you're doing something that your boyfriend, girlfriend, husband, wife would be mad about if they saw it, stop it. That is cheating, okay? On one level or another, that is cheating. That is going to ruin your trust, and I will tell you, and this is a whole other episode, but I will tell you that trying to rebuild trust in a marriage once there has been infidelity is next to impossible. Stop it. Stop it and remember why you're with the person you're with. Okay, 
that is it for this episode. Hey, hope you all have a good uh, couple days. I'll be back in a couple days with a uh, brand new one, I'm sure, over the weekend. It is Friday evening. And uh, last but not least, be good to each other out there. <laughs>